We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Gilcast. I'm Davis Maddock, uh, joined by Nate Noling and Sammy Reed. You are listening to this on the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast or on the Roto Grinders Daily Fantasy Football Podcast feed. And uh, I got to say, I actually think this is the favorite permutation that people have where I lose because I did something really stupid and you guys won because you did not do said stupid thing. I think that, um, I think people are going to enjoy the show. That's just my guess. That's just my guess though. I I mean, I'm excited because, uh, you know, every once in a while you just do something extremely mentally weak and, uh, and it comes back to bite you and, and I'm excited for, for the roasting that's going to partake here. My fishy. It was, it was pretty mentally weak. So Nate scored 161, Whirling Dervish, Sammy scored 149, my lineup scored 135, and uh, you guys both played Taysom Hill, who got 25, I played Joe Burrow, who got 12, he tore his ACL on the first series of the second half, Um, I mean, if Joe Burrow just finishes the fucking stupid game... Uh, <laughs> Let me ask you, Davis. Do you believe that it's possible that Joe Burrow would not have torn his ACL if you had? If not I had just played that? Taysom, yeah. No, Taysom. I think, I think that this was uh, karma for me being so mentally weak and responding to the. Well, okay, there were a couple things, right? So first, oh, yeah, the, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> it, was, it was one tweet in particular. Up that until, is inaccurate. That is up inaccurate. Until eleven forty-five a.m. You had Taysom Hill in your DraftKings lineup. Schefter, Schefter sent a tweet out this morning, and there was a whole story on ESPN.com about how not only did Taysom Hill's teammates not want him to be starting at quarterback, but there were people higher up in the Saints organization that wanted Jameis to start this game. And that got me thinking. That, that, that got the Taysom might get benched or might rotate Thing into, oh my into god, this is a terrible take. Davis, Davis, this because is you terrible. know who you know who can't take an L? Nate Noling, Donald Trump, and Sean Payton. Sean Payton is not gonna have this. Is this is what I this is what I should Nate and honestly, Sammy, you're hundred percent right. I should have just realized this was Payton's chance against this shitty Falcons team that could put up no resistance, right? I mean, the Falcons today 
oh my god, they were so bad. It was like unbelievable how bad they were. Versus Taysom Hill, and they got blown out of the building. They got, they got, and and by the way, I I don't think that I mean Taysom Hill clearly was a good play, right? What what he got, uh, fifty one rushing yards, um, two rushing touchdowns, but the I mean you guys had to have been tilting in the first half watching this dude try and play like Drew Brees. Like it was yeah, unbelievable. Sure. They were not calling designed runs for him. It was insane. For sure. I, I was definitely tilting at the way he was used. Was I tilting about the fact that I played him? No. When you get a quarterback that projects the way that he projected with the like high value fantasy opportunities that he projected for at four, eight, it was a slam dunk. Like, the fact that you got off of him because at 11.45 you read a tweet about punt formations is the most mentally weak thing that you've done all season. It was very – there's no defending it. It was so <laughs> it mentally was, weak. It was, the, it was the punt formation tweet that sent like, Davis over the edge. It was, it was that tweet. Like, I respect – there are people who all week were just like, oh, man, the range of outcomes on uh, Taysom, he might not play. Like, I respect people who – you know, coming into Sunday morning, we're not playing Taysom. And they were building through Deshaun or Lamar or whatever. I don't respect you for building through him all week and then flipping at 11.45 because of a tweet about punt formations. It's the most. It's not true. It's not true that I had him all week. I had Justin Herbert as my cash game quarterback all week. Remember Davis, like, texted us on, like, Thursday, and he's like, all right, guys, I think I'm playing. Chargers, Jets, Stack. And I said, and I said, welcome. Yeah, I had, I had uh, Herbert and Keenan and Mims, and you guys were like, "What's that? What's that about?" You should have done that. that turned out, turned out it was. I mean, that Justin Herbert was in all of eighty uh, percent of our optimals for cash games on Daily Road, and I was just like, "What yeah. is? What is the? What is the math? No, the math needs to get. The math needs to get Taysom Hill. And Dude, how did you Joseph not throw Burrow that team in the spy? I did. I played. Um, I played Justin Herbert double stack on the spy. So I okay, did get. Sure. I did get a little. I did. I mean, not enough to cover how. Like, you know, I lost a mid-sized sedan in cash games, but I, I was able to recoup. You know, a used board focus uh, in some of the Herbert. I mean, it's just it was so mentally weak. I don't have. I don't have a good exp. I did not play Taysom Hill. I played. What I ended up doing was I played Joe Burrow and. What did I do? Oh my um, god! Let's talk about it. I mean, this lineup—you <laughs> you stack, you stack Cincinnati. You said I need Burrow and Geo. Burrow and Geo—that's well. I, well, now that I'm looking at it, I'm trying to remember what two v two I even did, and I literally can't remember. It was so did, long ago. Didn't, didn't you have two mid-price wide receivers? You you had Keenan. You had no. Mims. I had I had McLaurin and and Jefferson, but I was looking to get off of that anyways because I thought. I thought that was pretty bad. Like the more I thought about it, I was just like, this is just terrible. It's like to do this instead of playing Adams and Mims. It's just, it's, it's just hoping to churn out 17 from two guys instead of getting 30 and 10. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. it was, that was, that was a good two V two. But yeah, the, the, the Burrow and Geo thing together, like on the road against Washington, who has this like destructive. Oh, you are no being, being, no, absolutely. I'm not going to let this pass at all. This is egregious <laughs> for you. Look, look, I know you ran bad for Burrow to get hurt. Like, that's obvious, but, like, this was still bad. Gio had five targets and ten points in the first half. He would have – he was going to be the best value running back of the day. And then, Bur- like no. – Davis, like, if you would have put out a Burrow team on Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, we would have laughed you off the – like, 
you would not have built a Burrow lineup until this tweet at 11:45. Burrow wasn't even that far off of optimals either. Like it wasn't, it wasn't good. But also, but you rolled Burrow in cash. There was Cam. There was Deshaun. There was Lamar. There were so many other guys to build through, and you went with Burrow. Like, if you're not going to go Taysom, blow up the build and start over. Don't keep the same build and just move to some other. Like it made no sense to me the decision. Yeah, you have, to, you have really to, go, you Burrow. Have to go to Herbert or Deshaun, bro. Like the 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 Burrow thing was just really really. I mean, bad. we had we had Burrow for nineteen points, and we had Taysom for nineteen point five. So just it and all I it was oh because I had the Dolphins defense in my build, so it was just a two v two. I just played Lions D Burrow over Taysom. Um. Dolphins defense. That's what it yeah, was. Yeah, I think you needed to blow it up. I agree with Nate. And, you know, also, like, the, the big sweat for me with Taysom was him getting the first snap of the game. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Sure. I was, I was, was kind of afraid. But if you're, if you're even sweating that, here's – so this is, this is what I will say, and I think that it's true. If you are even sweating that your quarterback may not start, I mean, you just can't play that guy in cash. If you think he has – if you think he has 1% equity – to get zero, you cannot play him in cash. And that's where I ended up. And that's what fueled my decision. Well, what what kind of like straightened me out is the fact that, think about this. If Peyton was going to lie, if he was going to put out misinformation, what he- He would have done it the other way. He would have done it the other way. Exactly. He would have said, Jameis is starting and then gone with Taysom, something they weren't prepared for. Um, So I, I, I was- like it was a little sweat, I guess, definitely one percent. But I, I agree, it would have been the other way if he was. There was just too many reports. There was. It wasn't one tweet from Schefter that was like. But it was all. Hey, a lot of it was in a different direction, some. though. No, it was. There was so many. There were so many corresponding reports that it was going to be Taysom. I'm the Jameis truther. I wanted Jameis so bad. I wanted to play Jameis Thomas Stacks so bad this week, but. It was just so clear with the information, with what the Saints paid him this offseason, with Peyton and his stubbornness, that it was like, it's going to be Taysom Week. And at 4.8, the way he was going to be used, he was just going to be a smash if he played. So I'm not, I'm not saying you guys made a bad play by playing him, but I'm saying that playing a different quarterback was not bad because it doesn't I'm saying playing a different quarterback you should have played a Cam, a Deshaun or someone else. It it wouldn't Burrow have it would not a have bad decision. If uh if I can take a page out of Levitan's book here, it wouldn't have worked with my want plays because well one um Mark Andrews was a stone lock, right? And that's the first place that you start going when you start messing around with quarterback, right? As you start trying to find Cheaper you tight be, ends. You pay down a tight end at this day and age. <laughs> well, he, he was cheap. He was cheap no, relative I, I to. I know, I know, I know. But I, I just, I, I wouldn't, I, I don't know. I, I don't like the idea of, yeah, I'm going to bail out 15 minutes before lock. Let me just get the next closest quarterback yeah, that I think You is bailed out, but you didn't like, rebuild. The whole, the whole thesis of paying down was that it was Taysom Hill. Yeah, but I don't really think – I don't – like, Joe Burrow didn't project all that differently. But it wasn't – you're, like, overvaluing the mean projection and not, like – if it wasn't – Well, at quarterback, you been- can feel the most confident in mean projections. So, mean projections are best and most reliable with quarterbacks compared 
to no, if other it wasn't positions. Taysom, you would have built through Cam or Deshaun if it was midweek or anything else like that. Here's yeah, I would have played. I would have played Herbert. You went to, Bur- to Burrow. Right, here's the other question. On a build, were, were you aware of how chalky Taysom would end up being? Uh, yeah, but I actually thought that was a reason to make the swap. Like, if you're thinking, I if if you're thinking like I'm getting off this because I think it has a possibility to be really bad. You actually want that instead of like 20% of your opponents having him, you want all your opponents to have him because if you're right, like if, if Taysom got benched because he was so bad in the first half, it doesn't matter if Burrow gets 12. I scoop because what did he have at half like two points or something like four? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it, do, it doesn't matter. Like yeah. he, 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 he is the worst play of the slate and I scoop all my games. Right, and and you don't feel like Taysom has like that big of an upside where he's gonna like crush your QB. Yeah, I mean two two rushing touchdowns and uh, no interceptions is uh, running at about eighty seventh percentile for hey, for hey, old Taysom Hill. Hey Davis, did you watch the tape? Did you watch the game? What did <laughs> what did you think of him unbiasedly? <laughs> so un unbiasedly, he actually was way better, um, like way more accurate than I expected him to be. Now, yeah. what, what he was bad at, though, is he made one read, and if that read was not open, that was it. It was just like, I'm throwing it away. I'm, I, like, and, dude, Alvin Kamara did not have a reception in this game. Like, yeah, that was, that was extremely strange. I definitely fired off a tweet at halftime. Like, if your game plan was not to do any design runs and not to throw it short to like Kamara. It was, it was, so, so this is what I will say. If they tried to do this against um, – like, let's see, I'll even say, like, the Vikings. Like, not even a good defense, but just a defense that's not, like, the worst. Oh, they would not have gotten – God bless the got... Vikings, by the way. What's that? I said God bless the Vikings. Yeah, I won God... a significant yeah. amount of money in a Survivor because of the Vikings today. There we <laughs> go. God bless. Um, yeah, I mean, if they if they tried this against a, a defense that had any clue of what was going on – I you know what I think? They they must have prepared like they were going to be facing, like, a freaking Pat White Wildcat team, right? And then they didn't get it. So they were just lost. But yeah, I mean, I thought I thought Taysom did very well, considering that I don't think Sean Payton did that much to put him in a position to succeed. I don't yeah. think they tailored a game plan around his strengths or anything. No, um, they didn't. Just like, go, go out and play. And Michael Thomas had his best game of the season with, with Taysom. Yeah, how about that? How about the slam boy? Um, but then the the two rushing touchdowns, neither of them were designed and – but that 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 was kind of the thesis behind the play, though, is that if he's gonna when he's gonna it's gonna break down and he's gonna be Tim Tebow and he's gonna go run for right. six yards a pop. Yo, yo, you guys remember that pass that Michael Thomas dropped that went like right through his hands? Yes. When he was wide open? Yeah, he zinged right so, through. And and I texted you guys. I'm like, dude, this is the first time that Michael Thomas has seen a pass like that's faster than like 70 miles per hour, especially seven. that far down the field, right? Like, how yeah. weird was it to see Saints passes going 30 yards down the field? It was, it was wild. Like, it, Drew Brees might be dust. It might be Taysom, Taysom's franchise. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's do let's do running backs now. Uh, oh boy, I didn't want to do this. Yeah, I, how are you guys going to give me shit about Gio when you guys made massive errors at running back, like, so bad? So I can't decide what's worse. Um, that, Sammy, you played Duke Johnson after we spent all week telling Nate, like, this is a terrible idea. No, Don't no, no, play no. Duke Johnson. No, no, no. You told Nate it was a terrible idea. I have receipts. Um, I, was, I was always on Duke. But – I think, I mean, the fact that you played Adrian Peterson in the oh. year of our Lord, 2020. 
Yeah, I do remember that. We did. We did. I think it was one of his starts for Washington. I think we all played him one week. No, I did not. Sammy did. Sammy did. I definitely did. Sammy definitely did. I told myself I'd never do it again, and then I, like, forgot today. I don't know what happened. Okay, the Duke thing, there's total reason for Duke. Duke literally got 95% of the snaps last week. There was no competition for him, and he is a pass-catching running back in a offense that we assumed to be an efficient offense on the slate at five, what was he, five, four? Playing, playing, playing Duke over Geo, egregious. Not good. I, I, I disagree with this, actually, like a lot. I think Duke versus Balage was, was a tough Oh, that play. was it – was, it was Balage on a tier of his own, then Geo, then Duke. I would, I would say – I played Balage. I could say that Geo and Duke were in – the same tier, but for me, I mean, Geo is the running back six in points per game in games that Mixon has not played. Like he, he has an unassailable role inside of that offense. No, no, he, he doesn't actually. I mean, he's actually been losing like a, a somewhat insignificant percentage of the work the last couple of weeks. Like he had his first start and he got all the work, and then his second start he didn't. Today he only had nine of the sixteen running back rushes, um, and and he did fine. But like Duke was out there literally getting every single running back touch 90% of the snaps. I, I just felt way more confident uh, in a home game that, you know, like against a team that I don't think is very good. The, the home game. I like, I like that. Got the fans out there cheering for him, giving them energy. Um, I, I just, I just thought Duke was in a better spot. And uh, I mean, it, I've never thought Duke Johnson was good, and I've let Twitter talk me into the fact that they're thinking he's good. Yeah, and, that's and the not. other thing. Yeah, no, I don't think he's good. I don't think he's good. I don't think Geo's good. I just think they both get volumes, but I thought Duke had a Nate. Um, Nate is going to make the argument that he doesn't care about talent. He only cares about volume until we get to Justin Jefferson, and then he's going to say, "When you see a wide receiver who's this efficient, you just can't fade someone this efficient at this salary in this spot." Like, just I'm pre- I'm I'm preparing the audience for everyone to get ready for that switch in tone when we get to Justin Jefferson. James Davis, you're ruining the show. You can't get ahead. You can't get ahead, man. Okay, so, at the end of the day, I thought Duke and I thought Duke and Geo projected pretty similarly. I ended up with Balage and Duke versus Geo. Also, I didn't have the uh, I didn't have the you, salary. To- you didn't have the extra hundred. No, and I wouldn't have even if I did. No, um, I mean I I, I oh, had Duke projected for a couple more points than Geo, but I also like I, yeah I don't I, egregious like, egregious is overstating it, but I just was never playing Duke. At- I was never playing Duke after what happened last week because kind of the thesis was, oh, well, Duke Johnson will be more efficient than David Johnson, and they'll throw to Duke more than they threw to David Johnson, and neither of those things were true. And I was just like, I'm out. I'm done. I'm done. Texans running backs are the worst. Yeah, if you want to look at, like, one of the worst weather games that we've had and, like, extrapolate a future projection off of that, you can, but that's just not something I'm in the business of. Like, I'm not extrapolating it off of the whole season. They, they just do not involve their running backs in ways that generate fantasy points. They don't. David Johnson, before he was hurt, ran the second most routes of any running back. 
and like, what are you and, and never and never top 19 DraftKings points not n- nary a once never scored any points <laughs> I mean, Nate, Nate, you do have somewhat of an unhealthy obsession with Texans running backs I think you're you're rostering a Texans running back in like 80 percent of our weeks so far um tell me tell me what it is that that really draws you it's because Nate is right that they're always out there running routes, but they never get targeted. They are they are the the Kenny Stills, the the 2019 obsession I had with Kenny Stills is now transferring to the Texans running backs for Nate, and it's just like someone's got to be rostering uh, Texans players who are running wind sprints. And this year, it's Nate. Yeah, well, I played Duke also, and and I think I played him last week, and I played David Johnson the week before. I'm like turning into Nate Noling right now. This is this is not good. Except not winning as much money. So somebody order me a case of sugar-free Red Bull stat. I mean, Nate, you honestly are lucky that you're friends with us because you were trying to, like, you were, like, all week, like, dude, Kalen Balage, what are people doing with Balage, bro? He's so bad. I don't get it. How did you end up with Balage, Nate? You were clowning. Yeah, Yeah, you were clowning, bro. I had Duke and Geo over Balage. I had Duke and Geo over Balage, but then I ended up with – Balage over Geo. Um, that was correct. And I mean, all week I had those three running backs. I had the, I had the two five k running backs with Cook, and I just ended up with Balage over Geo at the at the last, at the last minute. I don't. That wasn't what made my day. I mean, what was that? A five point swing. Yeah, but I just, I just That's more not- mean that. Like, I just more mean that people who didn't play Balage um, are bad. You know, right, Sammy? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, kind of, yeah, because so so in he got here, nine so, targets. That, he got nine targets. It's not it, that people didn't. Who how many yards did he have? I feel like if you played if you played both of the five K running backs, I feel like that was sharp. Playing Peterson is where Sammy went wrong. It wasn't that he didn't play Belage. If he this, had played Duke and Geo, he would have been fine. This Detroit box score. I mean. <laughs> It is tough, dude. Seven carries for Adrian Peterson, six for on Johnson, four for Matthew Stafford, one target, zero catches, zero yards for Adrian Peterson. Okay, the, the, the I, think, I don't think Adrian Peterson was on the field in the second half. <laughs> okay, who Anybody was the who Washington? Peterson needs to look up the target. Watch the target on film because it was the greatest. Like, if you need to talk about Adrian Peterson and his pass upside, watch that. I mean, literally, it was like the screen pass. There's nobody near him, and it, and it just he has stone hands, and it was the perfect representation of Adrian Peterson and his pass. That hands. was that was said in our group chat this morning. Like, oh, dude, all these guys are out for the Lions. You gotta you gotta give Adrian Peterson a couple targets, bro. You gotta give him like three or four targets. Amendola's out. They're going to Peterson. <laughs> so 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 some guy, some fish, offered me a head to head. And he literally played carry on Johnson in cash in the head. I, I, I played the same guy, obviously. Yeah, and lost to him. So I believe JD Holstein, our guy, if you're out there listening, uh, you took our you took our money because we didn't play carry on Johnson. <laughs> so okay, so uh so my two v two. So I originally had a four wide receiver setup uh, with me. Very every every optimal basically was four wide receivers this week. Yeah, and I don't know why I got mentally weak. I was actually looking forward to the opportunity to play four wide receivers and Taysom Hill in cash. I I thought that would just be beautiful. Uh, You guys were clowning me, which was great. But, you know, at the end, I was like, dude, I should just play – I should just play freaking Peterson over Mims. Like, 
why, why should I get a Jets pass catcher when I can get, you know, the, the GOAT Hall of Famer, Adrian Peterson? I, I, I don't know what to say for myself, honestly. I, I have no... I mean, you did you did the the absolute sharpest thing out of any of the three of us, which is that you played Keenan Allen. So I'm willing to forgive it because it this got you so, to Keenan Allen. But this was very much a a play bad get there as it pertains to Peterson. I so I'm not actually sure about that, and the, and the reason is this: so you've made and we've talked about this in the past. You've made some really bad cash plays so that you could get the construction that you wanted, and yeah. even if that like min price guy didn't work out. The construction as a whole works. Yeah, but looking at your team, it's so obvious what you should have done. You should have played 5K running back in Mims over Adrian Peterson and Jacoby Myers. Oh, no, I could never not play Jacoby Myers. Um, I mean, he wasn't – Jacoby Myers was not – by the way, I was actually thinking about this today. Nate, like literally sharpest dude in the world, played him three weeks ago in cash when he was 3,200. When he was a stone mim and we all played mims, right? Yeah. And we all played mims. No, he was was super sharp, got a big discount. I I never considered coming off Jacoby Myers. He was like the number one. Yeah, but that it was, that would have been so much better. Like 5k running back mims. Isn't that so much better than Adrian Peterson Myers? Like just thinking. Everything's better than Adrian in retrospect. Yeah. But (laughs) well, I'm even thinking, I'm even thinking not even knowing about the results. If I just asked you 2v2, Adrian Peterson, Jacoby Myers versus Denzel Mims and Giovanni Bernard. Don't you just say, don't you think the two is so much better? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're, you're kind of right. You're kind of right. I got, I got but, stuck. But no, I mean, to be fair, the same thing is true on my team. My, you know, my not wanting to get off Jacoby Myers ruined what I wanted to do, which was play um, Herbert. Right. Because it, right. but it just ended, it just ended like when I started thinking about swaps, I was like, Oh, I got to keep, Jacoby Myers and it ended up like yeah I mean so, sure he was a I'm not trying to hindsight Jacoby Myers as a play I thought he was a great play like yeah. but in you with all the other your want plays it would have made way more sense to um not play Adrian Peterson you're, you're actually right and so just to give people a holistic idea of like what I did with my lineup I played Taysom Hill and then I had Cook and Duke and Adrian Peterson and I did this so that I could play Devontae Adams and Keenan Allen together um, with Jacoby Myers and then I punted tight end I didn't play uh, Andrews like a sharp I played Logan Tom ass like a fish Um, but but the whole it kind of I just went into the week thinking you know what I really want to go stars and scrubs this week because I felt it would be a low scoring week and in those weeks I think you really need access to the guys who can potentially blow up like you have to have those like dudes who get the big scores because you're not just gonna like have a, a strong solid performance up and down the lineup I, I just didn't think we had the value available to us on this slate yeah so that's, that's um, because you faded you didn't see the value in guys like 4.9 mark andrews not a lot of value not a lot of not a lot of value there yeah, I mean, I, no, I, no, I really actually, actually, you know what? We can talk about Andrews now. No, I didn't. No, I. Didn't. I just thought it was so bad, but it's like when you get in that mindset of like, well, why would I? It's like not even worth arguing with you because it's like you're not going to agree with me. But I, so, but I'm just like, I think this is terrible, and I think not playing Andrews is so bad. And it, and it, and it was like Andrews like absolutely crushed, and I didn't. Play he should have. He should have. He should have crushed you harder. He should have got the bonus, and he didn't. Yeah, but he didn't because yeah, he's, he's Mark Andrews. Because he's Mark Andrews, and he's always got to drop. He's got to drop at least one surefire, like great play every game. He's got to do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So wide receiver. I'll this take is my L. 
Yeah. So <clears throat> Nate, you had, um, oh, you didn't, but Wait, the, Nate, the two, Nate, you're just leading off taking me out. Cause he knows yeah. it was, this, he is, knows this is crazy. This is like Eminem at the end of eight mile. He's like, I know everything you got to say against me. <laughs> because Justin Jefferson was like the most recency bias, mentally weak, like click him in over projected guy. Like he seriously, he really was like, it's just, it's just true. Uh, I'm not going to say recency bias. I'll say this. My target share for my my target share projection for him was out of control, considering that Adam Thielen is still like in Minnesota. <laughs> I I like and and by the way, Irv Smith Jr. back in this game, which I did not see any like content people talking about. But actually, like when you're replacing Irv Smith Jr. with Tyler Conklin, that's like a fairly big difference, considering Tyler Conklin's like a right tackle and Irv Smith actually runs routes. I think it's fair to say that. The last couple of weeks of, Je- of Jefferson, I mean, literally last week with the 10 targets, the 120 air yards or whatever that he had was like, I locked him in for a much higher target share than I probably should have and did not consider that at 6K. Like, I, I can't remember who I was texting. I was texting somebody about this this week. When there's two 6K guys that you're like, ooh, I like both of them. They're on the same team. That's probably like, an alarm bell should be going off in your head. Yeah, like they're yeah that's that's a clue. Play. That's a clue, Nate, that you just played Deontay Johnson. It's so. Here's the thing: is it's like the Seattle thing, except for it's an offense that only passes twenty eight times a game. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. And so, like, what I should have done is looked at like Thielen is so much is so clearly the red zone monster there. I mean, he he literally gets all of the ends anytime they're in the red zone it's 100% Thielen or Cook. I mean, those guys just get all of the looks. Yeah, or, or so into Earl Smith Jr. double cucks one of those games when Davis owns him in cash. But yeah, if, Thielen just like goes and makes one-handed touchdowns like every week, so why wouldn't you throw him the ball? So Thielen and Jefferson being so close in salary and being like relatively close, I, I just, yeah, I didn't have a large enough like perspective to go wait Thielen's still the guy there like I mean I had I had Justin Jefferson in my cash shell literally all week and then I'm getting down there it's like 11 o'clock and I'm like Adams Mims is so much better than McLaurin and Jefferson well I had Adams and Mims there was no other 6k guy like the way my build worked there was no other way to (sighs) the way my build worked it was I was not getting off uh, Mims, I was not because Mims at three point three was probably my like favorite wide receiver, like per dollar play of the week. Yeah. Um, and then obviously I had the salary to get up to Adams, and so it was like the Jefferson thing was 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 I got lucky with that for sure. I'll take the L there. Yeah. I, so so but the thing about changed my construction. So here's here's my opinion about Jefferson. So when you like filter the the like Whopper leaders over the last like five weeks, Jefferson is really high up there. So I get why your, your model kind of spit out like this big kind of projection for him, but a couple issues with him. Number one, like he's obviously a really big deep threat kind of profiles a little more as like a GP. Yeah, he doesn't guy. get, he doesn't get the layups that like Devonte Adams gets. He doesn't get seven right. yard slant routes, you know? Right. So he's had some really big games where it's like 10 targets, mad air yards, and then a couple games where he just disappears. So he's not like that, you know, like when you aggregate it out, like, yeah, it looks good, but like, he's just very up and down. And yeah, 
it, again, like Thielen at, at 300 bucks more, like it's easy to say, but he gets the layups, he gets the red zone work. Like, you know, that's, that, that's kind of like just cash game wise, kind of a little more what you're looking for. And, you know, again, like, why, why, why don't you like Deontay Johnson, bro? Like, Deontay Johnson's a G. Like, all he does is smash. Why, why don't you he like is, that? It's just, like? So when you're, when you're doing Steelers projections, you, like, you can't give one of the – because at every game, one of these guys doesn't get targeted, right? It'll be Claypool with three targets. It'll be, uh, you know, Deontay gets injured. It'll be Smith-Schuster gets – Right, Deontay needs to get injured. You know why? Because he's an alpha. If he doesn't get injured <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna engage with the alphaness, but I will just say it's very hard to accurately model the Steelers wide receivers median perspectives because they can get four or they can get thirty so easily. Yeah, but Davis, you're sitting here talking about projections. It's like, bro, this is more of an art. You just gotta know that the guys Yeah, I mean I didn't I did not consider Deontay for a second in cash, but I did play him a lot in tournaments, so that's probably um like it's it is one of those things where it's like if you're so excited to jam dudes in tournaments and and you know what it actually was I was taking a screenshot of my teams um like my single entry and three max teams to send to Overzet and Karain and I realized like I have this whole lineup of guys and this was when I had McLaurin and Jefferson that I just am not interested in tournaments at all I don't want to play McLaurin in tournaments I don't want to play Jefferson in tournaments why am I playing these dudes and that was when I swapped to Adams and Mims, um, which is pretty helpful. The Deontay thing, I just – the variance on the Pittsburgh wide receivers from Deontay to Claypool to Schuster is just so high week to week. I I don't think I'll ever end up with one of them in my cash games. Bro, Deontay's literally had one game all season where he didn't get hurt, where he, like, didn't have a game. That was the the game I played him against Baltimore. (laughs) (laughs) He's an alpha, dude. He's an alpha. He's an yeah. Sammy, the one well, week you played him. I mean, I, I, I love Deontay. I love I, Claypool is insanely talented. Yeah. But I don't think I'm going to play those guys in cash. Like, I just won't. It's like, it's like I, back when, when Martavis Bryant scored like 10 touchdowns in a season when he played with Antonio Brown but was never playable in cash. Yeah, that, that's Claypool. That's fine. You know, yeah. Claypool. Well, I think, dude, like, Claypool. Sammy, I get why you're excited about those guys as, like, a fan of the team, but as, like, a DFS, like, if you're grinding cash games, like, I don't think those guys are going to be, I don't know. Right. Maybe Deontay Johnson had 16 targets, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is unbelievable. And next week he could have six, and Claypool could have 10 and three touchdowns. Well, they're right? not on the main slate next week. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, whatever. Thanksgiving. Let's go. Deontay against the Ravens. This is this is there. This, this is your time. This is your time to get even, bud. This is um, it, all right. We're going. So before we look at the salaries for next week, I mean, we just we do need to absolutely Dude. roast Sammy well, for not on, playing Mark on, Andrews. Hold on, hold on, time out. Can I just read this to you? Deontay's last five games: sixteen targets, eleven targets, ten targets, three against Baltimore, and fifteen targets. Like I'm, I'm just throwing this out there. Just you gonna play him on Thanksgiving Day, Cash? You're damn right I am, of course. Okay, Sam, Sammy, you're reading raw target share, target numbers instead of target share numbers. His target yeah. share numbers, 23, 22, uh, 9, 30. He's had, he's had one game over the last – since week two above a 25% target share. 
Yeah, but the thing that the Steelers have started to do is they've stopped running and they've taken James Conner off the field, and they're they understand that their four and five wide packages are where they're gonna. Yeah, live. they they're like they're like James Conner, dude. Good, nice having you, bud. Yeah, Have yeah, a yeah, nice life. <laughs> you gotta watch the tape, Nate. You gotta understand this is how the Steelers dude. People, are people. I hope you guys are ready for him to get touted heavy on the Thanksgiving slate, like. The people are off him. You know, the Steelers' offense are going to have great success. They do run when they're inside the five-yard line. Benny Snell was in when they scored the touchdown last week. But, you know, James Conner's going to be a sick leverage play on Turkey Day. Like, you just Clay, be ready Clay for Poole that. has literally had a higher whopper than him every game in the last three, though. Like, I, I don't understand how you're making this case that Deontay is just the clear alpha here. Claypool could easily be at any one of these games. He was the last three, each of the last three. Yeah, but but Claypool's not taking food off Deontay's Deontay's plate. Deontay is eating every game. Every game he gets the up to one. The-, the one, the one who seems to be most sensitive game to game is is Smith Schuster. Yeah. Oh yeah, which Schuster will never see one of my cash teams. I'm just saying. Right. It's Claypool is right there, and it. I don't know. All right. Oh well. Yeah. Enough about enough talk about a guy that none of us played in cash. Let's yeah. Say. Let's 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 fucking let's fucking roast Sammy here for this dumb shit playing Logan Thomas instead of Mark Andrews. Sammy, he was I, no. This dude. Okay. I just need everyone to appreciate that Sammy didn't play Mark Andrews and did play Adrian Peterson. And it was just like, whatever, dude, I'm cashing. Doesn't matter. Cash them checks because he was smart enough to play Keenan Allen. Um, That's right. <laughs> That's, not not playing Alpha's, not playing Mark Andrews was was egregious though. Look, bro, Alpha's only in this lineup. I just want to get as many Alphas in this <laughs> Logan, lineup. As Logan Thomas, big Alpha. Mark Andrews is not an Alpha. Like you, he's a good player and he's fine. Ma- Mark Mark Andrews though, um, he actually is an Alpha in that he leads his team in target share and Whopper and in everything All important. The other things and he was four point nine k, like. See, and this was a game. This was a game where they weren't going to be able to go into the shell and run four hundred times with Gus Edwards. Yeah, what did what did Jackson throw? He threw twenty nine times. Which, yeah. I mean, Jackson throws for like two hundred yards every game. I don't know. I I didn't think he was a bad play. <laughs> I didn't think he was a bad play. I was just like, you know what? Like, I want guys who can blow the f up. And Mark Andrews is good. what what just what doesn't make sense to me in your head is that at four point nine you were like, you know what four point nine guy I'm playing? Jacoby Myers instead of Mark Andrews. Like I get that Myers was a good play, but Andrews was the better one. <laughs> like far okay, better. So I could have gone down to Mims and, and gone up, yeah. You you the straight up exact same and, salary. Is it Mims Andrews, Andrews Myers versus... and Thomas? Oh, tough scene. Yeah, that that would have been would have been pretty good. <laughs> I, did, I mean, did, did you come to Myers? He's having like a forty five percent target share over the last couple of weeks. Like, did you see him throw that touchdown to Rex Burkhead? Times. Yeah, he threw a great touchdown. Like that was awesome. I, uh, I, you know, I mean, mistakes were made. Let's let's throw it out okay. there. I was. I, I mean, here's the thing. People. Here's the thing. It let me get to Keenan Allen, and Keenan Allen was the slate breaker. Like, I mean, that's the whole thing. Like, you yeah, gotta... but the, I mean, the whole, so the whole thing is, is yes, we do talk about making some, like sacrificing, you know, half a point in projection here or there to get to those guys who can break the slate. Uh, but you already had that guy with Devontae Adams and Dalvin Cook, really, for that matter. So it's like, at a certain point, like, we're like, 
we're not min maxing here. Like we're not, we're not trying to, we're not trying to, you know, we're not trying to win GPPs. We're just trying to, um, you know, beat a reasonable number of our opponents and churn out wins over large volume. And yeah, well, let me, let me tell you last week, I, I like got off my original build, which at the beginning was just all the best plays. Like I had Devonte Adams last week and like some other stuff. And as the week went on, like I went down to Aaron Jones and, you know, instead of Camara. You know, and I was just like, this week, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to play just the smashers and screw everything else. I'm just going to do reasonable punts and play the smashers. And uh, I'm, I'm proud of myself. Let me just say, I'm proud of myself for staying strong. All right, quick break for us to tell you about our friends over at uh, Manscaped. They're our sponsor this week on the podcast and uh, makes a ton of sense with it being holiday time. And uh, Manscaped, they're the number one wished for gift of the year well, that's what I like to think because they're the best in men's below and above belt grooming. So check them out over at Manscaped. And they also have their performance package. It's the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. It's really a great gift because uh, obviously you're going to get the lawnmower. Don't need to go into that. But they uh, have something in this as well. It's a ear and nose hair trimmer called the Weed Whacker. There was nothing worse in my life than my wife looking at me and saying, you've got a long nose hair, and literally going and trying to pluck it out. That's how unattractive it is to uh, your significant other when you have those things, that they actually want to grab them to rip them out. And it's painful, and it's not fun, and it's honestly unattractive. So just another thing that they've got in manscaping. We know about uh, many of the other liquid formulations, the crop preserver, ball deodorant, crop reviver ball toner uh bottom line is you get all this stuff in this uh great performance package so it's a great gift for the holidays so check them out over at manscaped.com you get 20 percent off free shipping with the code roto roto at manscaped.com 20 percent off free shipping manscaped.com use the code roto what are you waiting for go whack your weeds and make santa proud this holiday season. All right, enough of me talking about that. Let's get back to some tilts of this week's lineups on the Gilcast. Well, a lot of know. pride, a lot of pride over here on this end of the microphone, boys. Yeah. Um, yeah all right. So I don't, I don't, don't, don't want to say about Jacoby. I think a lot of listeners are probably like tilting Jacoby. Nobody knew Harry was going to get the workload that Harry got here. It, it felt like. Well, Patriots buddy, Harry Harry's workload Harry's workload was not particularly the problem. Yeah, I mean well, it was it was part it was part Bird. it was part of the problem. But well, Bird, Demir, Demir Bird, we all knew was like Demir's talent. Like they liked Demir Bird. Like and and that, like another another thing is James White with nine targets after Cam had not been targeting the running backs at all. Yeah, oh, I yeah. thought until Harry was like dead though, and yeah. to see him come out with four times the targets of Jacoby was like. A shock. Yeah. Well, so you know. I, I, I think Jacoby ran bad. I got, I did fade Jacoby, and I feel fine about that decision considering my three wide receivers. But oh, uh, you didn't play Jacoby Myers. Wow. Well, was was any part of that like? Well, I just paid thirty two hundred for him a couple weeks ago. I'm not paying forty nine this week. No, I try not to make mentally weak decisions like Davis would. Every week's a new week. Yeah, that's smart. Don't be mentally weak like Davis. Just, you know, I I, I really just thought Jacoby Myers was like, 
a stone lock. I never even considered coming off of him. He Maybe. so like you know, there's there is there's regular locks, you know, and then there's stone locks. Mark Andrews was a stone lock. Jacoby Myers was like a regular lock. But let me let me just tell you something, and I want you to to, to really internalize this. There is no such thing as a stone lock at tight end, except for maybe Travis Kelsey. And that depends on his price. Uh, maybe, year, maybe, by the way, Darren Waller, Waller, Darren Waller, 6K at the Atlanta Falcons next week. Oh, yeah, let's jam him in. It's Waller week. All right. Uh, you guys know who I'm building through. Denzel Mims, $3,500 Dude. against the Dolphins. He, I haven't pulled, like, air yards data yet, but I – He's got all of them. He, he's, but, and, and he had a number of, like, guy. deep pass interference calls that, that may not he's, show up. He's the guy. He's the guy. Yeah. 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 Let's, uh, let's I'm hoping that – I'm hoping that both Austin Eckler and Miles Gaskin do not come back next week because Kalen Balaj is 5,800 and Savan Ahmed is – 5100 and Ahmed was actually targeted this week he had six targets uh maybe he 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 briefly leaving the game with a shoulder injury as Matt Breida received only two touches and Patrick Laird had one ah tough scene tough scene for our Laird and savior uh he did have six targets Ahmed yeah Sammy, yeah. how's it feel to get the ceiling game from Keenan Allen and still lose to me by like thirteen points? <laughs> well, he got one point. He got three combined points from his tight end and his flex. You know, <laughs> you, you didn't get that deep bomb to Jefferson, bro. You just ran hot. Like it's it's all good. I mean, literally, literally, Nate was on like the razor's edge of maybe not making money, and then Justin Jefferson no, was just no, like bang, no. sixty yard touchdown. Yeah. No, I was not on the razor's edge. It was like a thirty-yard touchdown. I still would have. The 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 cash line in the twenty-five dollar massive double up was like one forty-five, and your lineup without that thirteen-point play would have been right there. I've been fine. Still would have been. <laughs> you know, Nate. You know, Nate. You just you just keep jamming in your five targets for six k, and uh, you know we'll just. We'll it's just even. It's even on. worse than that because I believe that the interception at the end of the game they counted as a Jefferson target, so it was really only four. Oh yeah, six k four targets. I like that. I like that. Keep keep. I took my L. I took my L. I'm honestly, I feel, I feel as if everyone here has grown and learned something because it just, we didn't even have to have like a 17 minute discussion on why Justin Jefferson maybe is not optimal. We just, and uh, it wasn't even a I, Nate I, play. Like it's so not me. No, the, the Nate, the dude, the Nate play was Kalen Balaj, but you didn't want to make it. That's what was so bizarre is that you because were like, I like not Gio a lot. I like Gio a lot and I liked Duke a lot, but I ended up in the right place. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's look at let's look at some of these salaries for next week. We have. Uh, it looks like Thanksgiving salaries out. Uh, maybe I don't know. Let's I don't. Uh, we should we should do a we should do a separate Thanksgiving show though, right? Okay. There's yeah. a recap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they are out, but yeah, we should do a separate one like tomorrow or Tuesday or something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's let's look at let's look at some of these. Um, I guess looks like the the good games we have the Chargers are playing Buffalo, uh, Chiefs at Tampa Bay, but that's kind of gross because the Buccaneers defense is so good. But Clyde Edwards Hilaire, the salaries were out before this game. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, sixty four hundred can already can already point out a popular cash game play that Nate is not going to be on. 
I mean, Nate's made a lot of money by not. Not yeah, just not falling, not falling yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah. pretty, much, I, I don't pretty think... much all of Davis's like sharp like running back rookie takes of, oh, it's got to be Jonathan Taylor week. Oh, it's gonna be. Hey, hey bro, it literally finally yeah. was Jonathan then... Taylor week today. You, you guys want to know what my favorite part of today was? It was normally Davis texts us at like you know early ass in the morning, and he goes, "This is the team. This is it." I no, I had no idea, and, dude. No, and today he texted us and he goes. I think I'm going to lose today. <laughs> I was right. Yeah, I was, right. I really, I like, I've said this before, like generally speaking before lock, you're like, if this, if I will, I will probably win because these things are in a very tight range of outcomes. But today I was like, dude, anything could happen. Like it just, anything could, like, I have no idea what's about to transpire. And, and, you know, as the season goes on, um, you know, a lot of people are not playing cash games anymore. The field's pretty sharp for the most part. Um, the guy who played carry on Johnson against us, right. maybe is ar- yeah, maybe maybe is an argument that there are still good games to be had out there. Um, <laughs> but hey, let's, yeah, let's hey, let's talk about swapping real fast because there was a point where we oh, considered. I I swapped on Fanduel today and it made me a lot of money. Did it? What, what yeah. was it? Yeah, um, I swapped. I had so on Fanduel I played Juju Smith Schuster in cash actually, mm-hmm. um, so that wasn't great. So because he did so bad, um, I swapped and it was Aaron Jones and Ezekiel Elliott over Dalvin Cook and uh, Kalen Balazs, right? So Dalvin had a good game, but Zeke matched him, uh, maybe even outscored him, actually. I don't even know. And he might, on on FanDuel, he might, or no, okay, so he didn't. He got 18 but then Aaron Jones got 15 and Kalen Balazs had like on FanDuel had like uh, nine or 11, nine or 10. Yeah, Balazs was the only one not to score. I actually, I actually lost. I did swap in like two head to heads. So I decided not to swap uh, yeah. because I knew that, and we, we texted about this. I knew that the majority of the field would not have Keenan Allen and Keenan. Devontae Adams, yeah. um, you know, together. And so, but I did swap in like two head to heads and I lost them both. Uh, <laughs> which well, and, and yeah. I, if you swap off the guy who scores thirty eight in your uh, dog shit Adrian Peterson lineup, you're probably not going to get there. <laughs> that's that's what happened. Yeah, I, but, I, but if I had him to swap, I would have won both those head to heads. I'm pissed. Yeah, I mean, don't ever do that. Like, don't ever do the accounting on if you should have done the swap or not. You just got to you just got to be comfortable with the decision at the time. Like, as as someone. Do you guys don't even, so not even last year, but in 2018, I made two of the like biggest disaster swaps ever, and I just learned at that point, like no, just never go back and look. Like you just do not go look. Dude, they've priced Matt Ryan under 6K at home against Las Vegas. They're done with Matt Ryan. He is, dude. Julio Jones is 6,500. Oh, my God. <laughs> he, he, he's not going to play the full game. Oh, my God. So, so we're just going to stack that. I'm just going to go. When is, when is the last – like, honestly, when is the last time – when is the last time Julio Jones finished a game? Like, he finishes games, but he always comes out, like, for a couple plays at least or a couple drives. Like, like what? Like what is – like, why is he even playing, dude? Like, just you're rich. You're handsome, bro. Just, like, you, you're on a losing team. Opt out for the rest of the year and just go, like – you know, hang out, dude. Like, read some books. You know what you the know? worst part is? He made that catch in the Super Bowl that should have clinched the Super Bowl. That could have been, like, a career-defining, like, moment for him. Yeah, blocking moment, and they lost that Super Bowl. And 
Yeah, I mean, that's why he's still playing, bro. He's chasing it. It's yeah. not going to happen, though. Chris, Chris Godwin, 6K at home, and, you know, what's easily going to be, that's, that total is going to be so high, right? Rams, what's, Chiefs. What's AB? Or, uh, not Rams, Chiefs, uh, Buccaneers, Chiefs. AB uh, I'm, is 5.7. I'm playing AB, though. Yeah, that's a big, that's a, that's big, uh, Sammy Reed energy for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, he's got a lot of air yards since he came back, bro. Tom Brady loves him. Hey, James, James Robinson, legit cash play, uh, this week, I think, uh, at, at home to the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I I almost played him in cash this week. I did too. I think it would have been bet pretty bad this week. I mean, just because people wouldn't have played him or what? I'm not, I'm not a, like you guys know, I literally do not care about defenses, but on the road, against the Steelers. Yeah, the team total of like 18. Yeah, it's like, it seems like literally. He still gets so much work. Like, the dude gets so much work. Oh, for sure. Dude, I played a Steelers stack with Ben and Deontay and Claypool, and I ran it back with James Robinson. Like, that that, that was the guy to run it back with, right? I think Robinson's super good. Um, He he gets a crap load of work. I think he's, I mean, we're just talking about it now, but he's probably a cash lock, honestly. Like this coming yeah. week, it, it, like I, I have no idea what construction is going to look like, but bro, I mean, all, all he does is get work. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I am, I am for my own selfish reasons. I am hoping that Austin Eckler and Miles Gaskin take another week off because running back looks brutal. Um, wow. Kenyon Drake and Chase Edmonds are both priced at 5.4 and 5.3 against the Patriots. The Cardinals are going to have an insane team total in that game. I wonder what is in Keel Harry. Uh, you, you're not in Keel. In Keel, no, dude, he just got eight targets. So next week he's going to get one. You, you, I, you're, you're not going to play in Keel Harry. I will literally like give you money. I mean, I'll guarantee you right now. I will probably play him in in some single entry thing with Kyler. You can you can do it in a in a tournament, I suppose. I'll play I'll play Mims in cash. Yeah, Mim, yeah Mims that's... is like a Mims is like a forty five hundred dollar wide receiver priced at thirty five hundred. Yeah, we yeah. basically have our whole lineup like picked out. I mean, Derek Carr might be the quarterback, right? He's no Her, Herbert, dude. Yeah. Herbert at seven two. Uh, or... Herbert threw Herbert threw forty nine times in a comfortable, never in doubt win against the New York Jets. Yeah, that was pretty awesome, bro. Like, Keenan Allen had, like, 25 points at the half, and then they kept throwing to him. That is – I like They finally – they finally watched the tape and were like, oh, we're so much better when we're passing instead of handing off to Kalen Balazs. Yeah, that was sharp. That was very sharp. I like that. Uh, All right. I don't see – I don't see anything else here that we need. I mean, maybe Slant Boy. Is Slant Boy in play at 7.4K with Taysom as his quarterback? Not, Not out of the dome, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. I wonder how. We're, I wonder, we're, going, we're, we're not playing him out of the dome. I wonder. I, mean, I wonder what Cardi played today. Cardi, Cardi, if you're out there, you're the reason I played Adrian Peterson. Screw you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think Cardi might have played the Terry Justin Jefferson. I think. I mean, look, like. I, 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 my heart goes out to you, Cardi, because if you played Adrian Peterson like me, I hope you did the same thing as me. Um, 
I hope he didn't. I hope he. I hope like six minutes, like thirty minutes before lock, he's like, "Oh, I reran my projections, and AP's bad now, and now I'm not playing him." <laughs> he probably did. He probably just for the first time ever didn't go with the projection, and he's like, "You know what? Adrian Peterson's dust. Like, I can't play him." But you never know. Yeah, um, Sammy, you got so lucky with the Keenan thing. Whatever. Keenan ran so yeah, dude. Whatever. It's just like I, I played Logan Thomas. I played Adrian Peterson. The fact that Sammy made money and Davis didn't, even though Davis, like, fished it with the taste of fade, is, like... Totally I, I fished it, like, 10%. Sammy fished it, like, 37%, but he got there, so... Sammy always says these lineups that I look at, and I'm just like... <laughs> You know, I don't you know. You guys, you guys can lick a rectum because here's the thing. All week, I was like, I'm playing Devontae Adams because I only play alphas, and you guys didn't have no Devontae. And by the end of the week, you were right there with me. I was the first one. We were playing Taysom Hill. You know, like, dude, you guys end up with the same stuff as me. It just takes you a while. And, uh, well, not always. Well, I mean, sometimes we really back off at Taysom. Yeah, Hill. yeah. I mean, I looked at Adrian Peterson for about 17 seconds, and I was like, no, I got to respect myself more than this. I can't. I can't hey, do you it. You know what? You just got to play as many alphas as possible, man. That's how you make money. That's how you do this thing. Yeah, that's how you get so second place. So the play place. works. Davis, that's how you get second place. Hey, I, yeah. I, I, I made my money, Nate. You know? What can I say? There we go. Life All right, good. boys. That's going to do it for us here at the GoCast. We'll be back next week. Maybe we'll even do a, a Friday morning uh, Thanksgiving GoCast. If, uh, oh, I don't know. You, let's you, let's you guys, do that. You, well, you guys probably have to go into the office, right? No, no. We got to go. Friday I'm off. Yeah, there we, we go. go. We All right. Yeah, we'll cool. do. We'll we'll do, do. Have Thursday and Friday. So, we're good. Wow. Beautiful. All right. I will. Uh, I'll. We'll, we'll see you guys later.